Coming up on Digging Into the Future. And one of these kind of common narratives in the early Bitcoin space was that this is like the internet in 1994. Like that was the opportunity. And I believed that. Uh, and so my approach was to just invest a little bit, position myself, learn a bit, build communities, become a community leader, become an expert in it. Uh, and if it was right, if they were right that this was like the internet in 94, then I was going to be in a good position to be one of the kind of uh, movers and shakers. Simply put, Compass Mining has been built to help everyone access Bitcoin mining and get set up to profitably mine Bitcoin. So we are the first and only stop that anyone needs when they want to get set up with Bitcoin mining hardware at a qualified facility anywhere around the world. As the price of Bitcoin has risen exponentially since then, it has become more and more profitable to mine. And that means more energy consumption. Digiconomist, a website that tracks Bitcoin's energy usage, estimates it now uses more than Belgium in a year. You can't open the newspaper or uh, watch a program today that doesn't talk to you about this new rising uh, trend, which is called cryptocurrencies. And uh, for those of us that are in the technology and the data center space, it's actually been sort of an exciting uh, growth segment. It actually has been a large consumer of data and of computing power. Um, in addition, it also has become a, uh, there has been a bit of a laser beam put on it by environmentalists that are starting to look at the carbon footprint of these currencies, which actually, the amount of compute power that they take and the uh, subsequent power that actually is, is, is needed to drive them. So we're really lucky today to have uh, a couple of the new entrepreneurs uh, in the space that are coming to uh, talk to us about, you know, not only what's what's happening in, in, uh, in crypto, but also how it works, how, it, how, the, how you deploy it, how you mine it, how you make money from it. To give us some background, we'll actually have Jihan Chu and, and Whitney Gibbs uh, joining us, two entrepreneurs in the space who will give us some of their thoughts and insights, both on sort of the, the 101 course on, on, uh, on crypto and, and uh, blockchain, but also a real look at the whole supply chain and how it works and uh, how it actually impacts data center and, and technology operators like ourselves. So uh, very, very excited to, to get their inputs and learn a lot about uh, this large demand driver in the uh, technology space. Give us the one-on-one course on crypto. So A, what is it? How did you get into it? How did you make it? And, uh, you know, how, what's, you know, for someone that's sort of starting from zero, um, you know, how does someone like you get into it and, 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 uh, sure. and, and, and get into that business? The reason why I got into it and what I fell in love with uh, was this idea uh, that Bitcoin, we didn't use blockchain back then, it was just Bitcoin, but the implication is blockchain. Um, blockchain is the next layer of the internet. So that was the, the use case, this whole idea that the entire surface of the internet and really the entire surface of technology um, would someday be underpinned uh, or accentuated by blockchain. So this idea that the internet itself would somehow transform into a blockchain-enabled internet, that was huge to me. And one of these kind of common narratives in the early Bitcoin space was that this is like the internet in 1994. Like that was the opportunity. And I believed that. Uh, and so my approach was to just invest a little bit, position myself, learn a bit, build communities, become a community leader, become an expert in it. Uh, and if it was right, 
if they were right that this was like the internet in 94, then I was going to be in a good position to be one of the kind of uh, movers and shakers. Um, and, you know, fortunately, to, to a, a little extent, like that has kind of played out. And so here we are now. Kinetics started in 2016 when I decided to go full time into, uh, into crypto. Um, I would, had already been investing myself. And so uh, I decided to formalize and institutionalize everything we were doing. Witt has been a, one of the key guys in, in one of the key areas in the, inside that ecosystem, which is the uh, is uh, crypto mining. And uh, he basically enables that around uh, for, for various small companies and startups to, to get into the crypto mining business. So welcome. Um, Thanks, Bill. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. It's, uh, so Witt, what, tell me about, you know, we're, we're kind of the 101 guys. What, is, what does Compass Mining do? Um, you know, in, in, in a few words. Uh... Simply put, Compass Mining has been built to help everyone access Bitcoin mining and get set up to profitably mine Bitcoin. So we are the first and only stop that anyone needs when they want to get set up with Bitcoin mining hardware at a qualified facility anywhere around the world. Talk about Bitcoin mining for a second. Okay. What does that mean exactly? I mean, for the, to the layman, when, when you say, hey, I'm, I'm going to mine Bitcoin, what are they really doing? Sure. Um, I'll, I'll, I'm not a, a super technical person, so I'll, I'll give you my, my kind of little narrative of how, of how it works. So um, Bitcoin itself um, is a network, right? Um, it's not a company. It is a decentralized network uh, of computers. Those computers uh, or these mining rigs, they run a piece of software, which is called the Bitcoin client. And this software determines how the network uh, coordinates with each other. So uh, when you're mining, Mining is actually the process uh, of securing the network and making sure that these mining rigs are all talking to each other and that they're all coordinating to keep the network safe and up. So um, in a nutshell, Bitcoin mining is the uh, process by which mining rigs are performing useless computation. Really, it's, there's, no, there's no productivity to this work. It's just useless computation to... Um, compete uh, to find uh, nonces uh, for the next block. So um, the Bitcoin blockchain is literally that. It's a, it's a chain of blocks. And each block is composed of a number of transactions. Bitcoin mining is this, you know, is this process of literally securing the network and determining uh, what is the next block which will be added to the end of the chain. Um, and that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Bitcoin mining is the process by which, you know, the chain is built and the chain is secured and the chain is kind of continued. What's your usual setup for uh, a mining rig? Uh, like, uh, how big is it? What does it cost? What does it use? What's 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 it? What's the sure. what's, what's the makeup of a mining uh, rig? Uh, the ASICs themselves, uh, very similar to like a, a shoebox, is the easiest way to think of it. They're a, kind of a shoebox footprint when they sit on the rack. Um, and they range anywhere from you know eight thousand up to fifteen thousand on the high end for these machines. Each machine, you know, once it's racked up, you're looking at a break-even period of somewhere around twelve months, usually. Uh, after which, you know, you're just printing Bitcoin right to your wallet. Wow, it's a uh, and like so. So each one of these machines, um, how much? Like, is it one rack that it takes in a data center, or how many racks do you, you, are you consuming? And how much power does each each uh, one of these these uh, machines consume? So the the consumption ranges, but generally, what you're looking at is between 300 and 330 of these ASICs per megawatt. 
Oh, wow. So they, uh, they, yeah, they're, they're not, they're not as big as the traditional data center servers. Uh, so they, they fit many to a rack. Uh, of course the, the footprint depends on the machine, but generally you're looking at about 300 per megawatt consumed. Probably not the greenest of uh, industries out there today, I guess. Right. If you look at, the, <laughs> it's, there's a yeah, lot of, it's, lot. it's not, I think that there's a lot, there's a lot of improvements to make. I yeah. would say that. No, no, I, it's, it, I would say that uh, spending time with the industry, that's the one challenge you have, which is as, as these mines get bigger and bigger, the, the power consumption is very high. Um, and you've got to go to places that produce it through sort of uh, um, probably not as carbon-friendly uh, uh, places, right? So it's, uh, that, that's, the, that's the challenge I think you face, right, in, in the future. Well, we're seeing that. So we're seeing the move now. So we're seeing that, you know, China is, is leading this kind of by force at the moment, but we're seeing a lot of coal powered factories that are moving towards hydro and other renewable sources. Yeah. In the United States, there's a big battle cry for, for renewables. And of course, the ESG market, love it or hate it, the narrative is out there and it's something that is top of mind for everyone that's talking about Bitcoin and the Bitcoin mining industry. So we're all actively looking at how we can make things better for the planet. What, what could you do on the crypto side to, uh, it seems like you just keep needing more and more compute power. So it's only going to get uh, a bigger carbon footprint than it has today. Um, well, I think that um, my understanding, and, and I think you would know better is, uh, you know, I think part of the hope is that, um, renewables will, will be able to take up more of, 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 uh, of that load. Um, the sheer profitability uh, of crypto mining should hopefully, uh, you know, combined with the, the kind of ESG side uh, of wanting to, you know, only mine uh, green coins or, you know, kind of green types of mining uh, activities, um, will hopefully push renewables uh, to, uh, you know, be used more in, in terms of data centers. So obviously in Scandinavia, there's a whole lot of, um, you know, mining uh, that's being located there. Uh, and I think that part of it is, is really from the community's responsibility to demand uh, yeah. cleaner uh, mining and greener mining uh, when they're actually activating their, their mines. Second, um, carbon offsets, um, I think, are, you know, more available. Um, and I think that the, the ability of the markets to help facilitate greater liquidity and greater availability of carbon offsets is, you know, a valid way to try and offset some of the, the kind of carbon footprint. Um, and then finally, like I said, I think proof of stake um, will shift some of the, the, the kind of burden. Uh, so, for example, Ethereum, which is now a proof of work coin, is moving to proof of stake. So you have, uh, you know, the second largest market cap coin, uh, which will basically move off of proof of work which will free up uh, a lot of, you know, kind of resources and carbon footprint. Um, we'll see this happen more and more. Like Bitcoin will never go proof of work, or sorry, it will never go proof of stake. Yeah. Um, and some coins will never go that way, but to some degree, um, many coins will.